I'm Levi Morgan, and you're listening to the Manimal Mindset Podcast. Just a little over to your right. Is that better? I think that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. That's good. Okay. Here's the deal. I'm about to finish this pre-workout. I'm going to be pretty amped. We are here to pump you up. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, we did it. We did it. We. This is weird because we've been talking about it for a long time. Are you keeping the computer on the table? I don't know. I don't know what to do, honestly. I'm like, do you I'm, like it? Do you, do we like it? Give me the laptop. I'll hold it over here. Okay. He is the nerd. Is it a nerd? The TV needs to be on too, just in case. I don't even know where the remote is. <clears throat> oh my god, because we could pull up Blood Brothers and talk about the first time we met. Blood Brothers is on YouTube, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did yeah, that's kind of where this all started. You want to know a funny fact about Blood Brothers real quick? <laughs> that was the name of our very first production company. Mm-hmm. It was Blood Brothers when we first started. It was. Did you mean to do that? Yeah. That was kind of... Oh, in the film? Yeah. No. It was lost. Oh, yeah. That was me, you, and Austin saying. Yeah. And we had like the... Our logo was like a tree with roots going into the ground. Game House Studios. Obviously, every tree has roots going in the ground, so that didn't sound as cool. But you guys were (laughs) pretty unique. Oh, no. That was Game House. Game House Studios, yeah. Yeah, that was Game House. Yeah, Blood Brothers was just... It was blood brothers with some blood running down. Look, I'm old. It's, it we've was, done a lot. It's it was red. I can't remember. <clears throat> anyway, Micah's gonna pull now that we up. have the TV on. What are we doing? I? I thought you're just, just. Oh, am I pulling up Blood Brothers? I don't know. No, I, I mean we don't have to. We yeah, don't we don't have to watch it. But that's just kind of where this all began. So like, this is our first podcast ever. Like ours, the Manimal Mindset Podcast. And so this idea was kind of born by us three, I guess, and a little help from a meeting at Matthew's. But everybody knows Micah is my brother. He's I like I am. been by my side for the last however many years you've been annoying me. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Uh, how, long, how long have you been? This is kid? my, f- well, about to start up my 15th season. Years. That's pretty much the beginning, dude. I mean, of this, of like yeah. bow life or what I do. I've been shooting since like I graduated high school in '05. So, yep. literally, yeah, y'all were doing it for what two? two when years? I started at 19, which would have been '07. So literally one year before you started. Yeah, I did it one year without. Were y'all filming hunts when you were kids, though? No, no. Uh-uh. We have some. Pretty funny home video of me with animals after yeah. I killed them, but we never filmed our hunts. Like, I just grew up watching VHS, like the Jury Brothers, Dan Fitzgerald, Roger Raglan, literally still for got hours. all those at my house. You have all the VHS ones? I got all the Monster Bugs, Primos. Do you have the Incomplete Hunter? No, that burned in the house. Gosh. The house burned down in Ohio. You remember those? No. Jeff Foxworthy? I'm Willie and I'm Billy. And this is you know, Spotlight on Deer. <laughs> this is here's this week's Spotlight on Deer brought to you by Quasar Q Beams. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember that? No. Oh my gosh, it changed my life, literally. And Darren McCall, our friend. Oh, yeah. That he was still, the moment. He talked like yeah. Willie and Billy for the rest of his life. <laughs> Just stuck. To this day. To, to this, this day. day. Like we could call him and guarantee we answered. And he's like a quote from that. Super successful, but still talks like him. And our old pastor, Alan, yep. changed his life, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously, Just we come from a small town. That's <laughs> all it took. It was one VHS tape changed the entire town. And that's yeah. how Bo Life was born. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so, but everybody knows Micah. Gosh, we're going to chase rabbits on this thing, I can already tell. 
right. we might get through the first point with this one. It's all right. But then, uh, so First Light, who's a partner of ours, uh, wanted to do a a film on me and Micah being kind of brothers, blood brothers, just like we're related, but we also like hunt side by side for like hundreds of days a year. Mm-hmm. So they sent this curly-headed guy. <laughs> at the time, I think I was bald. At the time, yeah. you had yeah, your hair was Yeah, at the time, shaved. I was shaved and fat. Now you got yeah. curly. Mold. Now you're curly, little curly and fat. Curly and fat. <laughs> wow. I'm joking. Now you're just an Arby's French fry. <laughs> <laughs> but they, so he comes pulling up. We don't know this guy from Adam. And so he was filming me and Mike in Nebraska. And uh, we kind of hit it off. We kind of liked him, I guess, because here we are. I know. Dude, it was good times. That when you showed up, you were like, this is not going to be fun. I knew for a fact when Kev called me that it was not going to be fun because he was like, <sighs> I got a whitetail project, which I like to hunt deer and do all of that, but I'm not the guy that's like, mm, let's go do an all-day sit and do this. And I was like, okay, cool. And he said who it was with, and it was immediately like, they're going to take this pretty serious. Yeah. Mm. No, but, like, we laugh it a was lot. Fun. No, it, it wound up being fun. It wasn't, I don't, it wasn't what I thought I was getting into. Yeah. I mean, look at us now. Well, it's the same thing. Everybody thinks, even on the range, like shooting tournaments, everybody thinks we're all serious. But honestly, we just laugh a lot. Quote funny movies. Dude, I mean, we we horse laughed as a trio in trees. And still killed. Yeah. We killed it. Every hunt we killed. And I about fell out of the tree, remember, when I shot because the platform was so small? Nebraska. Your elbow hit. My elbow hit the tree and pushed me out. Dude, I can't. That footage. That was sick. I felt like I was just like shaking. Because you were. <laughs> you were straddling that little well, I was. I didn't have no, I was like, it was all core stability just hanging around the tree. Well, that was a first for us too because me and Micah had, I've always hunted together. We figured out how to do two in a tree, but there was three of us, different sets, different trees. It was not easy. But yeah, the project was to come document how you guys yeah. make bow life and how you hunt and how you pick out stands and all this stuff. So, it was, I mean, I feel like it was a, honestly, it was a pretty cool perspective. It yeah. was. Of a yeah. dude filming a dude filming another dude, really. like Yeah. yeah. Just acting like he knew what he was doing. Really? Fake Theo Vaughn said it best. Fake it till you make it? No. No. He said. What did he say? He said, uh, well, we're going to look it up. <laughs> no, he said that. He said. <laughs> it's. <laughs> Micah, you got your first job. Uh, <laughs> no, he said, uh, you know, you guys have always supported me. And said, I've oh, never known what I'm doing. I still don't know what I'm doing. Or something really, like that. Oh, we got to pull it up now. All right, we got Everybody's got to hear it. Um, gotcha. Yeah, but then that went well. You hunted with us a couple other places. And then, I feel like I told you, like, dude, you need to have a platform. We've all, we've, dude, we've been saying that. Like, geez, Micah, turn it's your coming. phone down. Let's go. <laughs> Someone's not into the podcast. Um, I don't is, know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And I never have. I never really have. That's and, it. Uh, and you guys have always been supportive of me for that. That's the way I feel. Same. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's a common denominator in this group of just like, <laughs> just figure it out. I mean, some <laughs> things I do like archery related, but then other things like this, I'm just winging it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. People want to know what you're saying. I don't know how to tell them, but here we are. Here we are. But then, yeah, so we, we, me and Mike have been like, we want to go digital. We want to take our, what we do and like be able to do YouTube, be able to do our website, really be able to tell stories, mm-hmm. you know, and you guys are the creative sides. I just shoot, I'm not good at a lot of things, but I, you know, I've shot a bow and hunted 
and that's kind of my thing. So just we did TV and I compete in like 18 events a year. And so we just never really had the time or made the time for digital stuff. Yeah. Until tough. now we're doing everything. Like this has all happened very fast. God, I'd say, well, I mean, we talked about it for two years mm -hmm. now, but then execution is two it's months. Very, it's been like, we got to do this. Mm -hmm. I would say June to yeah. launch when we launched this thing. Yeah. So I went out and uh, met with Matthews. I was just talking, looking at the new bows and stuff. And we just kind of sat down with a couple of their guys that are good friends of mine. They're like, why aren't you doing this? Like, you need to be doing this. And it just kind of was like, yeah, okay. We got to do it. Yeah. You know, and we just got to pull the trigger on it. Stop talking about it. Well, I think we got the team that's assembled now to do it. Yeah. I think, I think we have for a while, but it's just kind of like, let's just. Yeah. In my opinion, we've always had, like for the last five years, we've had the best team. It just creative and just the ability to pivot and just kill stuff and shoot stuff and just have fun. Right. I mean, there's a lot of good teams out there that do really good things. And they're different, but we, we bring something to the table. I think it's different. It's just, and TV's great. Like, that was me, and that's what we've done for years. But sometimes it kind of limits what you can do. Right. And, like, how creative you can be and, like, how much of the story you can tell. Yep. So now I feel like doing TV and we're doing digital, we, we have the ability to just tell the story. Like, if we want to shoot a film, we can shoot a film. If we want to shoot a five-minute hunt, we can shoot it, you know, whatever. Do you guys look back and think if you would have went digital route first, things would be different? Or are you glad you definitely be different? Took, are you glad you took the TV route first though? Um, I'm not sure to be honest. You know, I've met a lot of great people, and I'm thankful for what TV has done. But I do think we would be way ahead if we would have done digital. I, I would. I think TV's done great for me. like it's been good for me and and for Micah's career. Yeah, I agree. But I think I wish we would have done both. I wish we would have done both. Yeah. I, I don't think we took the digital thing serious enough in the beginning. I And I think a lot of the guys lucked into it. I don't think they necessarily – and some guys saw it coming for a while, but I think it was the easier route. Like TV was really hard to get your foot – it cost a lot of money. Like I was broke for years. Like <laughs> the first four years we had TV, I lost money doing my job. But I was like – I've always said I'm too dumb to quit. And I was just like I will figure this out. And so it's just very, it's a very difficult path. So I think the guys that just were like, you know what? Why don't we just start a YouTube channel? They, that didn't pay off right away either, you know, but they just started growing that following. They did a good job. A lot of them are really good hunters. Um, now they're like killing it, you know, because everybody's watching on digital. So that from a branding perspective, what do you think from a creative? How do you think things would have evolved differently? Um, it has handicapped me a little bit on telling the full story. So I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I really don't know. I think I, I would have changed doing TV. I just would have added it. I think TV taught us both a ton. It taught me a lot. Yeah. It I think it, it forced Micah to bring up a, a quality that we would not have been forced to do if we'd have been on YouTube. Yeah. You could literally do a YouTube channel on your phone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. TV forced us to really understand high-end camera mm -hmm. work, editing, um, and being able to lay all that out and like capture what we do in a really quality situation. 
And so that, that mentality like that I took to the tournament world. And at the time we were nobody in the TV world. Like we were, everybody was telling us not to do it. (laughs) Like, don't do that. That's, that's not a good career path. Like very risky. You're going to lose a lot. I didn't listen to that, but at the time I was literally, my only thought process was how do I become the best archer in the world? Like, how do I become the best that ever lived? And I was just, I was very good as an amateur, but like that wasn't good enough. I wanted to be the best. Like, and so I began to have a really successful career as a professional in like 19, 20, 21. I started winning a lot, um, world championships or shooter of the years nationals just started started dominating that side of the, the tour and got a nickname the manimal and i don't call myself that you know i've never yes, he does <laughs> i literally never have i literally there's a quiver hanging right here that was a gift to me when i got that nickname from greg Poole, and it's the bell it's an old angel quiver and it says the manimal on it because it was just the way i attacked high pressure moments and that's kind of where it came from. And it's just been my attitude since I was a, a kid, I think. Just like, if I'm going to do it, like, I'm not scared of it. Like, it might end me. Like, I'm not afraid to be embarrassed. I'm not afraid to fail. And I don't know that that was taught to me, but I think it was. Like, my our dad was kind of our coach, and it was a lot of tough love. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's the only coach I've ever had. But he really, I think, I don't even know how to word that, but he, like, I was a mentally tough when I turned 19 and started shooting professionally or 18. Like they couldn't crack me. And like Jeff Hopkins was the best that ever lived at the time. And he tried to play mind games. Like that's that was part of his game. Like he would break you down mentally. And that's in any sports, like I think, or anything in competitive world, like <clears throat> you're going to face some adversity, right? And like before you can really be great – you're going to be knocked down a bunch. Like you have to learn how to fail. And we failed a ton. I got beat a ton. We put out some terrible hunting shows. I mean, it might not really, really, yeah. I mean, you name it, dude. We learned the hard way. Right. There were no, there were no templates on how to do this. Do you think after breakfast this morning, me and Levi were talking just how people are wired different. We're, I feel like we're wired similarly. Do you think that you were wired with that? you know, mindset of just like, I don't know, just going to wake up and crush something. Like I'm going to go figure something out. Or do you think that's something that's maybe rubbed off from him? Yeah. I think it definitely came from the grind that he put me through over the years. The gauntlet, the gauntlet, the meat grinder. Yeah. I mean, I was always tried to be the best at what I was doing, you know? Right. I think that might have came along with our childhood and the way we were raised. Um, but not, did you have the motivation to just like, like self starter? Uh, no, I was not. I was more of a chill kid. I was not this. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think I'll, Michael was. I'll let you answer. I don't that. know how to answer that because, yeah, I mean, well, answer it because you saw it. Well, what did, yeah, I what mean, did, look, hold on. What, what did you envision for your life? Like, what did you, take away? Take go back to the beginning, even when you were just doing a test run before you were like paid, paid to do this. What did um, you? Where did you think you were going to well, land? Um, baseball, I thought, I mean, I always wanted to be a professional snowboarder. That would have been my, if I was going to like go do something, if you're giving me like, you're 18 years old, but filming's not an option. That's what I would have tried to do. He's unreal. But, snowboarding. Well, he used to be okay. Not Here's the thing old. about Micah. Getting old. He has no fear. 
Yeah. Right. He's going to be a problem, but I've saw his potential since day one. Um, I feel like I'm pretty good at reading people and like, it was frustrating. I'm just going to be honest for years with Micah, because I saw how much potential he had and it was like just getting him to see the vision, right? Getting him to understand how good he was. And then like when I put the whole show on him, yeah, it about broke him. Like we had a huge fight. He cussed me out right there outside that door. I was packed and quit and quit. <laughs> An hour later, we were hugging, apologizing. <laughs> I had to tell my kids to leave the room. I was like, I don't want them hearing their uncle talk to me like this. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I, they, I remember them standing at the glass, looking through the glass, and I was like, Go upstairs, upstairs, because Micah was like letting me have it, bud. And I just think it's Sorry. it's a heavy thing, right? Like you have like because we were transition like that transition from being a kid to uh, a a man with a ton of responsibility on your shoulder. That's a hard transition for people. It was hard for me. Mm-hmm. Like you go from like just kind of laid back lifestyle to like, hey, bud, I'm counting on you, and all of our paychecks are counting on you. That's a big transition. It's a lot of weight. Man. And I knew, but I knew like, and at the time, Jameson Crass was mm-hmm. doing our show, like the polishing. Mike was roughing it, but he was doing a lot of the work, and I knew he had what it took. He just had to learn a few steps. To be able, and I'm like, dude, I can pay you way more. You're not like ultra risky. Like, I'll be honest, I'll, I'll go home to my wife and be like, listen, I just put a second mortgage in the house. We're right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way I am. If it fails, I am. I'm to figure it out. I think, Micah, I don't think, and it's not bad, but I don't think you're not naturally wired to be like, I'm gonna risk it all. I'm gonna risk yeah. everything for it. Yeah, I think Micah needs know. to see it yeah, clearly yeah, for sure. He, like, I'm the type of person like all I need to see is the next step. Same. Give me one more step ahead. That's all I need. I'm very impulsive. Yeah, same. Like, I will go. Open the door. Yeah, I'm not impulsive. No. Like, <laughs> let me get my foot in the door. I'll figure it out. Yeah. Where Mike is like, until he sees the whole vision, then he's like, if he takes it. See, like I'm, the show. I'll build the steps. If I got to build right. the steps to get there, like, I'll, I'll, they may yeah. fall down after I get off that step, yeah. but like, mm-hmm. we made it. I don't care. I, I just, I've told Samantha so many times, like, after Micah took over the show and was killing it killing it i was like i'm so proud of him like he finally like just was like i got it and and he's like killed it dude yeah i like i and it was like i was right <laughs> i knew he had it the whole time you know there it is, there it is. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're getting to yeah and so um it was cool and now he's like he's still killing it right you know and like he's a he's a like irreplaceable part of this team I cannot, <laughs> I cannot do what I do without him. Right. Even in the tree stand, like I, he was like not going to be in a tree. Like we started this new planet thing. I'm not going to be around as much. <laughs> like, <laughs> like who? What? You know, like because we are like a pretty well old machine, right. and like I know what he's doing. He knows what I'm doing, and like it's um, it makes my life so much easier, right? So I think that's what I'm saying. And like we've met some really cool creative people that have just. You can't do. You can't be great at anything without a great team. Let's back up. How has it been seeing him evolve? Like with new, like we're started new planet. Yeah. How has it been seeing him kind of take his own thing now and 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 build it? Yeah, I love it. I, I told him. I said, don't ever, even like what because there's a limit to what I can pay him through Bowlife TV, right? So Bowlife only makes so much money. Like once you're capped out on that, yeah, it's very hard to like grow. And that's one thing with TV. It's very hard to grow financially. Like once you sell all your spots. I mean, there's only so much 
you can go sail on a TV show, right? And so I could only pay him so much to do that. And so like he was offered three times that much money by some of my friends that are just have way more money than I do to go. And so I'm like, look, I want you to do what you want to do. Like you have earned the right to be successful, to be to, to go as big as you want to go. So like if you leave to better yourself, I will never be mad at you for doing that, like ever. Because I, I want the best for my brother. You know, I, I don't want to lose him as a partner in what we do and the, be able to work with him every day. But like if it, if they're, you know, it betters his life to move on and do something different, I'm always pulling for him to do that. You know, I don't want to hold him back. I love what I do too much. Yeah. And he turned those jobs down. You got to have fun. So, yeah, you definitely do. It's I mean, not about the money. Right. Obviously. To a point, like you got to take care of your family. Yeah. You know, right. And we're putting things in place that could grow and could be cool. Like not, not just this platform, but things we have in the works that we've been working on for a long time. Like maybe we make a lot of money. Maybe we don't. We're going to have fun in the process no matter what. And, um, but yeah, it's really cool to, to be able to do this. And like now everybody wants Micah, you know, it's like he's pulled in a million different directions. Right. You know, and I was telling Robbie, who was here, brought us these cool coasters, by the way. I don't know if you can see them. There you go. I guess yeah, the man. Yeah, his buddy made these. I don't know his name yet, but I'm gonna find out. They're sweet. Uh, so shout out to Robbie. But uh, I was telling him a little while ago, like, man, I'm pulled in a million different directions, and now Mike is pulled in a million different directions, and Joe's being pulled in a million different directions, and it's like it's very hard to just find time to sit down and for us to still be creative. Mm-hmm. I remember how many car rides did me and you and Austin have drink five hour energies and listen to Sail and just blare it on the radio, just thinking of what ifs, you know. And now we're all so busy doing what we were all dreaming about that it, we don't. Well, have... we've reached the execution phase. Yeah, it's execution time. Like that's it. Like ideas are there, everything's in place mm-hmm. to go. It's just about executing. Right. And I think the cool thing, though, like I was, we were talking about this driving up, is like now we're all little pieces of each other's businesses. Mm-hmm. So like if, if Levi grows, we grow. Mm-hmm. If if you grow, we grow. If I grow, y'all grow. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the cool thing. And the other side is like. The things that are in place right now, not all of them even have to hit. Right. If two or three of them hit, like it's like yeah. the dream has been executed. Right. Yeah. Which is all you know. If if even one of them hit, mm-hmm. and that dream's executed. Mm-hmm. Checkbox. Yeah. Good. I'm I'm just thankful to you know like it's it's easy to get discouraged because like we said like it's so overwhelming you know to have so many irons in the fire. Yeah. And to be pulled it's exhausting. at the same time, I'm like man. Like my 19 year old self, like walking into ATA and nobody knew who I was. Nobody cared. Nobody wanted Levi. Nobody knew Micah. Nobody knew this. It was like, if I could look ahead, I'd be like, oh, yeah. Right. So it's hard. So I got to keep that in mind where it's like, and by no means do I think I've made it, but I just think we've made progress, right? Like we are, we've grown and like learned and we have some amazing relationships in this industry. Like some of my best friends, we work with some of the coolest companies. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and, and get to do what we love every day. Yeah. Take the money out of it. That's awesome. Well, that's the thing. It's just fun. I was thinking about it this morning. I was in my room and I was just thinking like. That's my room. You're just staying at my house. Wow. Wow. This is definitely not a wee thing. Back to the story. <laughs> my God. Put it in perspective of uh, we're all great business partners with each other. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> But it's just cool, like, looking back, you know, seven, eight years ago, how different my job was to to what it is now. Yeah. And, like, yeah, sometimes I'm taking phone calls till 8, 8.30 at night, mm-hmm. but it's also, like, 
I might do whatever I want to do the next day till 12 o'clock right. and hang out with my kids or take my son to the gym and, right. and you know, play football or do something like that to where it's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's just cool. And the people you get to meet, and I'll be honest with the outdoor industry, not all of them are great. A lot of them are bad. A lot of egos. A lot of egos, mm-hmm. a lot of snakes, but the ones that are good are just like the best I've ever met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like. Yeah. Like-minded people for sure. I think, um, like Andy, he's one of our, he's our best friend, you know, like we, one of our business partners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like we met him through ATA show or shot show. I forget where it was, but like, I mean, some people like that. And you, like our first day, we were laughing so hard in the tree. Yeah. Like we didn't even care if we seen a deer. And then it turned out Andy lived 30 minutes up the road from, from you. It's just, it's like, just like small world wow. stuff. Crazy. And so like, it's, uh, it's easy to get discouraged. I think in any, like in life, like everybody's got a lot, lot to be thankful for. Like everybody's also got struggles. Like, and I don't want to like make it, you know, downplay the fact that people struggle and we struggle. You know, our life from the outside looks great, but like we struggle. Mm-hmm. Like Mike is struggling right now. He's going through moving and a lot of changes in, in life, you know? And it's like we have some major struggles, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not talking about like he's in therapy, guys. I mean, like, I should be. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I'm saying like life throws you curves and it's yeah. throwing me curves and you curves and Mike curves. Deal with it. Do you, and like, but, at the same time, you sit down and you go like, God, like you've been too good to me, mm-hmm. you know? Like Facts. I can wake up tomorrow and chase my dream. Yeah, I can chase something. like, And that's something to look forward to, even if you're not there. It's the fact that I have the ability to go chase it. That's what's awesome, you know? And like, uh, it could be so much worse. So I don't know. I, I love what we do, man. And I'm excited about this venture. I'm excited about Manimal Mindset. I'm excited about, like, so we're going to have, we've just had a meeting right before this on, like, the swag, some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, we have big plans for our store coming, too, that I'm not going to, like, talk about yet. But, like, um, we really want this to be a cool place for people to come, and it's not us telling you how to live your life or, like, how awesome we are. It's more about us diving in with cool people which is opening the door. Yeah. It's opening the door to our life, what we do, mm-hmm. um, opening the door to the people we know mm-hmm. that can bring on here, opening that door. To, and then also opening the door to, you know, the people that follow along with your show, follow along your creative, of like hearing yeah. what they do yeah. and hearing what they want to talk about and talking to those people. For sure. Situation. It's just a, it's a revolving door mm-hmm. and a learning opportunity that I, I think will be fun to embark on. Yeah, because I think everybody can learn something from having a conversation with a stranger. You know, even sitting down, get my oil changed. I talked to somebody, like, learned something new. You know, it's like, holy cow, that's a cool way to look at things. You know, I like, guess when this launches, though, the store will be live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will be. That's true. But not everything that we're talking about. Maybe not. We still have meetings. Yeah. Um, swag and yeah, yeah. swag. But, like, even with, like, the, like, there's going to be, like, different, I guess, collections on our site. Like, we want to give people, because there's, so many different facets to what we do, like the hunting, the shooting, like fishing. business, fishing with Andy. Like, and I love to fish. It's like one of my like passions big time. So being a dad, a coach, like I want to bring in like from baseball players, to football players, to pastors, to I just want to dive in. You know, like Brandon Lilly. That's one of the podcasts I look forward to the most because he struggled. He's had, he's got a past, but now he's like one of the like super successful guy very intelligent he's like dug out of a dark place in his life yeah and he's one of the most genuine cool people on the planet 
And it's like, that's the kind of people I want to talk to. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because who knows when we're going to find ourselves in that hole. And if we have kind of a playbook to look at and use, I mean, it could help us or maybe somebody listening to this yeah. that's there right now. You know, because it's one thing guaranteed, it's that you're going to struggle somewhere, you right. know. And it's in this this mindset thing. It's kind of funny, manimal, whatever. You know, kind of plays into what we do, hunting and all that. But it's I don't want people to get the wrong idea of it. And that's my biggest fear is that people are like Levi thinks he's a manimal. It's not it. <laughs> like I'm gonna cut that part out. Just let him think it. <laughs> no, don't you do it because I'm like man. Like I struggle with that because it is a mindset and it's cool and I love the whole brand, but it's not that. Like I am. I'm not coming from a place of like look at me and what I've done. It's more of like this is what I've learned, and I've learned that certain things work in high pressure situations. And I want to talk to other people that have excelled in the, in like high pressure situations and compare what I've learned. Well, let's also go back, back to the store. Cause when this goes live, maybe someone hasn't found the website cause mm-hmm. it'll, it'll live on YouTube. Talk about some of the stuff that'll be there, obviously swag, but like, what else do you think? What else will you find there? Yeah. So, I mean, I want to offer and so the website website as a whole just talk, we can talk yeah about the all. website's gonna offer like uh it's gonna house our content like a lot of youtube links to like videos from how to cure target panic to how proper form to some of our hunts like entertainment i, I don't want to just be entertainment um and i don't want to just be education like i want right. to be like a one-stop shop for all that but then also like i want to host like a collection of products that i really trust so that when I'm doing these videos on like how to do certain things that if people want to like kind of mirror that they can, like they don't have to go somewhere else and try to find it. And so like on top of the swag, I really want to have a, however we do it whoever we partner with, whatever we do have a collection. And I don't know if it's going to be there when you're listening to this podcast, but that's our plan, you know, is to have that collection on there where you don't have to go anywhere else to find all the stuff we trust and the companies we work with. Um, I really want it to just be a place where people can learn, um, how to handle big moments. Um, whether that's hunting, shooting, like a lot of this will be hunting. A lot of this is going to be bow hunting driven, tournament driven, just becoming a great archer. But I want to touch way outside of that. You know, our site might be a lot of that outdoors driven because that's my passion. That's who I am. But this podcast, I want to touch more than that. You know, I want people to understand that it's not, you can apply all of this mindset that we're going to learn and talk about uh, to being a dad, to being a great friend, to being a office worker, to being an insurance salesman, to a baseball coach, right? Yeah, it's like physical fitness, to your nutrition, like everything. It's just discipline and a a way you attack life, right? you know, and it's waking up every day with keeping that dream alive and it's just not letting that die. And so... I mean, there's a lot of things we're going to talk about. I mean, we might chase some rabbits. We might have some people on here that, who knows, like some characters, right? I want to because I like meeting new people and uh, thinking outside the box. But um, I'm excited about this journey. I mean, some of our podcasts might be three hours long. Some of them might be 40 minutes. I don't know. Mm -hmm. We've never done this. The story will tell itself. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. We've kind of chased some rabbits on here. Um, even on this first one, but I think, but I think this is the, that's, that's the thing though. Like that's just what we do. Like if you think about it when we're together, it's literally off that wall, off this wall, off that wall. Like there's no, I don't, that's what I was going back to earlier. Like 
we just kind of go with it. It's bounced there's, up. Yeah, there's no, like, yeah. whatever we want to talk about, whatever we want to do, we just kind of go with that moment. And I think that's the cool thing. Like, these podcasts will be structured. Mm -hmm. Like, tomorrow, Austin, we got stuff we want to talk about. But for the most part, like, yeah, we just want to chill and hang out and talk about for life. A hundred percent. I mean, and it's kind of like, if you're riding in a truck with us going somewhere, this is exactly the conversation, you know. Mm -hmm. What would you say, we'll, we'll end on this, if you want. Or we can keep talking. Sorry, you looked at me weird. Yeah. Um, the switch that you were like, no, this I gotta go, I gotta go after this. I was, me and my wife were talking the other day, um, about I wasn't always like I was asking you. I wasn't always super motivated. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I went to college, played football, and I uh, my undergrad was in PE and health because I literally just didn't want to. I didn't want to go to class. Right. I, I decided I was gonna pick the easiest thing. Mm -hmm for college and post. Right. But then somewhere along the way, a switch flipped and I got to the point where I, there was a time that I literally didn't want to work. I didn't want to go to an office. I didn't want to work for anybody else. Yeah. Like it was going to be me do it or I was going to fail ultimately. Right. But I don't know. I was asking her like, what do you think that moment was? Like, does she remember a moment where I was just like, yeah, this, this life isn't going to work anymore. Mm -hmm. I got to go operate like this. Um, what, what, what were those moments for y'all you think? I remember this, this, the day I did this full time, like the day I quit laying rock and fired all the workers that worked for me. Um, and it was kind of out of frustration, really. I had one, so it was 2007, and so my dad was a rock mason, but he had so much work, and this was before the economy crashed, and I got so lucky. But like, it was 2007, and I was working full time. I had started my own business as a mason, like, um, taking on jobs that my dad couldn't take on. And it was a lot. So I had to hire my own crew. I had like five guys working for me. And I was like going to tournaments working. I was working like 60 hours a week and trying to practice and go to tournaments. And I was starting to win and do well, but then I was trying to balance this <laughs> rock business on the side. And like, I remember coming back and like some of my workers had stolen a water hose and like, Hey, we're smoking pot on the job. And like, stealing stuff not finishing and it was like the homeowners were furious and so i just remember the day i fired them all and finished the job myself and never took another job a rock job and i've never taken another one to this day got paid for it it was that moment that i was like i can't do this anymore like i can't get caught in the middle like i'm starting to have success over here and i have to dive in with everything i got and make it work and that's what I'm going to do. Like I just, that was letting my safety net go, like my backup plan. I really never had a plan B. Like I don't think construction's much of a plan B, but that was, that was kind of my safety. Like that's made me feel safe. Right. Having a job. And so when I was like, you know what? No, I can't focus on this and be great at this too. So I was just like, everybody's fired. I cleaned up the mess. I did it. And I walked away from it and I put a hundred percent of into what we do now. You know, that was kind of that f moment for me, I think. What about you? Um, probably when uh, I started editing the show full time because I didn't, I mean, in the past I was just filming, turning it in. That was it. And then my job was done. I go about my life. But I think whenever I had to take on everything, uh, that was like the moment that I had to mentally change because if, if i drop the ball on that then the show doesn't air and then we don't get paid you know and then i don't get paid right so i think it was just the 
you know, probably then, whenever I took the show on full time, started yeah. producing 100% of it. So that was, um, I, that's what we, the moment we talked about. Yeah. That I watched that flip. Yeah. I watched that switch flip. <laughs> Almost flipped on top of me. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I mean if that doesn't show you that I didn't have full faith in your capabilities, no, for I sure. put my I, life you in your way, hands. Way more faith than I had. You yeah. Know, you had more faith in me than I had for sure. But but now look. I mean, that was when it took off, really. Like the quality. Like we always had a good show. But when it when Micah started doing it full time and it came in house. But he was a liability to, to some extent, like on backcountry hunts. Was a liability. Hundred percent. Got, got. I fired him on back country. I said I can't worry about you anymore. He almost died so many. Brought times. it back to life this year with <laughs> the opposable thumb. <laughs> broke thumbs in a mountain line attack with Joe. Yeah. No, dude, I refused for years to take him back. Yeah, that was rough on mountains because he almost died every time. You know, so when you're looking through a monitor, you're not paying attention to your feet a lot of the time. Yeah. Okay. Well. I, I, Kodiak, we made it through that. That was a, I was good there. I mean, besides your leg not working. Oh, I did have a hip failure. Yeah. Hip failure. <laughs> you want to talk about him breaking his arm? We'll let's save just, that just for get... another day. There's so much to do. We could do a, we, let's do that. Let's do an entire <clears throat> podcast on Micah's injuries. We got in the most field. of them on film, at least. Yeah, and we could, like, watch them. I think we do that. Let's do it. I think we do that. But this was this was cool. Kind of, kind of, you know, wasn't too long. But like, I just really wanted. We wanted to take this to to tell everybody like what what this is, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody looks at it. They see manimal. What what the heck is that? It's new, but it's really just us. That's it. And it's a mindset that we use to approach whatever it is we're doing. I think over everything, it's a place to build a community. A hundred percent. You know, yeah. it's and uh, like this mindset thing is being done a lot. I think like ah. Oh, Alpha male, let's go. That's not really it. It's just like I want people to attack things with the with the mindset that's going to help them be successful and whatever that is. And I want to learn how to do better. Like I want to learn how to be a better dad. I want like that's a big fear of mine is looking back one day and being like I failed as a parent. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think uh, we're all going to learn as we go and um, have fun. Like we like we refuse to not do like we refuse to not have fun. And so um, I just hope everybody that is going to listen and follow along uh, feels the same way, you know, learns, has fun, laughs at us, make fun of us, whatever, whatever. But uh, yeah, we got another one in the morning. Our next podcast will be with Austin Riley. But for this one, that was kind of an intro, guys. So Team, team on three. Uh, I'm not doing that. Okay. I wasn't going to either. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> Manimal on three. <laughs> I will not wear a shirt that says Levi Moore. <laughs> oh, okay. Nope. That's how we're going to end. We were doing apparel today, and they are like, I refuse to wear anything with your name on it. And I was like, wow. I got a really offended. supportive. I did get offended. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. And uh, we don't really have any sponsors for this podcast. Or uh, Micah, can you roll the sponsor? <laughs> got you, bro.